Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Fun fact, the way that you get out of a run is that you just puff on it and you kind of put the tip up. So uh, there, we fixed runs. And now uh, joining us is our very special guest, of course, Miggy420. Miggy, how are you? And what's going on cannabis legalization news for the week that is December 5th, 2021. You fixed runs and now we're going to fix legalization, right? That's right. GOP <laughs> Congress people uh, and AOC team up on a marijuana bill to incentivize state level expungements. That is freaking sweet. I'm glad to see bipartisan support for something that should be bipartisan. Why don't you tell us about this bill, Nikki? Well, and again, this is uh, uh, something that is not really hard to talk about, right? Like they all can agree on expungements. We talked about legalization coming through and, and, you know, how Schumer's always saying like, oh, well, we got to do it in parts. But AOC and a group of people, congressional lawmakers worked to advance federal marijuana legalization. A bipartisan duo on Thursday filed a bill that would incentivize states and local governments to expunge cannabis records under the restrictions. Uh, Reps Dave Joyce and AOC are sponsoring the uh, legislation titled HOPE, Harnessing Hope. Opportunities by Pursuing Expungement. Why does it always got to be an acronym? It always has to be an acronym. It is the rule of Congress. If you don't have an acronym, you don't have a law. I, I, I swear, dude, I, 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 uh, whatever, you know, so uh, it would encourage states to provide relief uh, to people with nonviolent marijuana convictions through federal grants. So, you know, it's always about the money. It's always about the money. And they're they're going to be giving them the money, it looks like. And this is Marijuana Moment reporting that on uh, December 2nd, so three days ago. That's pretty freaking awesome, though. Uh, do we have any more details about this harnessing opportunities by pursuing expungement, a.k.a. the HOPE Act, you know? Pretty big cannabis legalization news for the week. So, see, under the bill, state governors and local governments. So, my 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 main concern is like, so how's it passed? When, I mean, again, these bills just get—it's all theater to me, man. Like all this theater, stuff. it's a lot yeah. of theater involved. Absolutely. I mean, it's common sense. Like, America is green. We are not red or, or blue. We're green. Yeah, it's not and, a bipartisan issue. <laughs> It is a nonpartisan issue. Everybody loves it. It's the best. That's one of the reasons why it's winning this war. Spoiler alert. We do have a name that strain later. Anyway, uh, that's really, really awesome. And then not only that, it's going to encourage states to provide relief to people with nonviolent marijuana convictions through federal grants. It's pretty awesome. States expungement opportunity grant program run through the Department of Justice because the Department of Justice knows about handing out money for grants. Uh, help cover the administrative costs of clearing eligible cases. Oh, I see. That's why it's germane to the Department of Justice, because they were prosecuting and incarcerating them through their prosecutorial discretion. And now they're going to flow that money down into the local levels, as you are aware, maybe you are not aware. And so that's something we like to do. And in, in cannabis legalization news, we kind of inform you about these types of things. The police policy are at the state level. And so the states have done the lion's share of the convictions in the, the drug war that we've um, all been 
uh, an un uh, we're a participant, you know, we have to be there. Like they had it. Like we didn't, we said, that's stupid. You shouldn't do this whole drug war. Stop it. And like, we've been trying to get them to stop it, but you know, unwilling participant, I guess. Well, excuse me. And this is why we're here, right? Like I spent half my life trying to figure out how to legalize weed. Like I've literally spent more than half my life trying to figure out how not to go to jail for weed. And you know, there's, there's, there's many ways to do this, right? There's the, uh, the, the one stupid pin where the justice or uh, the president uh, enables the, 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 mm-hmm. Justice Department, right? Yeah, they, and then the executive order, executive order, or or or, or descheduling, or yeah. like right now, what I think is going to be the fastest way, as it has been, is state by state, like you know, legislation and the ballot. Yeah, it's it state by state though, individually, because apparently on a whole, we can't agree that like certain things are like. We want to legalize it this way. Fuck you. We want to legalize it that way. You know. Well, like, like consider like the the whole fair democratic election, right? Like, like I think the fact the word democratic is in it makes a lot of people confused, and they're like, oh, well, the, the Democrats are part of it. No, that's democracy. It's a, it's a bureaucracy. It's part of. It's just a word that we use to describe uh, uh, political beliefs or whatever or an action. But like the okay. Well, I was just going to say, I was just looking at the bill more and then I was trying to also, you know, bust the show around to a certain extent uh, yeah. because you can you can do that with this. You know, you can, you can bust the show around and move it like this. And then I was going to get further on into the all article and, and oh, oh, don't forget to sign up. If you haven't signed up for the marijuana moment stuff, that is your own problem. You should absolutely sign up to them. Shout out to Tom Angel, uh, if that's even how he pronounces his name and everybody out there. They do some awesome work. But this bill is going to uh, state governors and local governors shall submit to the attorney general an application at such time and such manner containing such information that the attorney general may reasonably require to qualify for the grants. If you thought that was boring, you should not draft your cannabis application in New Jersey because that sounds like, you know, regulatory jargon that you need in those types of applications. But it's fantastic. There's also going to be a study that, impl- that it, uh, regarding the impact of cannabis convictions on individuals and the financial costs for states that incarcerate people over nonviolent marijuana offenses. Isn't that just ridiculous, though, that finally, finally, they are getting to doing the studies about whether or not they should be locking up all these people after they've been locking up all these people for 80 fucking years, you know? It's always about the studies, right? Even though we have how many legal states? Like, how many legal states haven't fallen? And in fact, are just getting stronger and stronger every day. Right on. We got this bullshit. Well, anyways, and then the next news, uh, we got uh, in Beer Bros, uh, a new call memo on how corruption in Maine could shape the federal law. Yeah, yeah, this is pretty interesting stuff that's coming out of Beard Bros reporting uh, in uh, Maine. And I, we've reported on this before with Lucas Shrios and his medical company in, in Maine. They were busted last year in July of 2020 during the coronavirus uh, outbreak. And the DEA came in. They seized approximately 2,500 plants because uh, his licenses that he had, and he was state law compliant. But that state law compliance didn't necessarily require a lot of seed to sale tracking. You know, like levels of regulation are different. But then because of the coal memo and then also because of the Robacher Farr Amendment, the defunding from the DEA, like what's what do they always try to bring? They always try to bring the bribery aspect. Yeah. But if they don't provide all these types of uh, regul- not, not regulations, they don't provide all these types of oversight regarding the seed to sale tracking. It becomes very, very difficult to uh, document this noncompliance. No, I agree. Uh, you know, this is the the one part of leg- legalization that people don't seem to wrap their hands around. Like, it is the parliamentary procedure. It is getting active and, and, and getting involved. You know, unfortunately, I don't think any of this these memos are never retrograded, right? Because that's how Lance got in trouble. Lance was mm-hmm. raided a year before the Cole memo. Right. So, you know, and then they, they weren't able to say, hey, <clears throat> because what is right and wrong. You know, there was a judge in Montana that uh, – uh, was about to during the 2011 raids uh there was a guy that was uh going through a thing uh got raided and the judge said you know what we are such a a a cusp of like legalization or what we know as cannabis i don't want to put you in jail uh for the next five years for something that's going to be legal and and sure as shit you know montana legalized like like and and that's a judge that had a pre the the precognizance to be like you know what this is wrong. Like I should yeah. not put you behind bars for something that could possibly be uh, uh, broccoli. 
Not only that, no, it's, broccoli is quite good for you. It's got sulforaphane and some myrosine and some other stuff that are just really, really good. And then, of course, the fibers. But, you know, enough about broccoli. I love it. Uh, so the other thing is that it's the regulation. And so now they're, they're trying to say that uh, this Lucas guy. So who do you think usually gets these cannabis licenses when you pass and change these laws? Very often it's the activists. Like in Chicago Normal, it's a great example. A lot of the people that were active in Chicago Normal helped change the law in Illinois. And of course they applied in Illinois and they got great applications and they won licenses. And so, you know, other states, that is what's happening as well. And including in Maine. But then when they don't have these types of, you know, requirements for tracking everything specifically, uh, then they can make these allegations because they're under the shrouds of what well, we aren't really sure about that. So if there was seed to sale tracking, you'd be able to document every thin dime way easier. Well, you're, you're, you're talking about the, the infrastructure of the actual industry as far as a business goes, right? You're, I'm, I'm more thinking of like just the um, overall like uh, justice and, and, and what's right and wrong, right? Like we can all agree slavery was wrong. 200 years ago right so you know the problem we're, we're trying to deal with is like uh, reparations and how that impacts like all this domino effect shit right mm-hmm. can't we all agree that putting people behind bars for a plant is wrong like for cannabis itself and then like you know systematically well again there's there's been a lot of systematic prejudice and and, and stuff but then it's uh, the areas in which they were enforcing those laws and why they were enforcing those laws in those particular ways and how it like uh, impacted people so you know the uh, I didn't get arrested. Of course, I wasn't smoking weed in front of a cop. I only did that in Seattle with you that one time. And by then it was legal. So nobody cared. Well, and again, it's just like a case of the Mondays when when you you say smoking weed in Seattle in front of a cop. Like, it just doesn't mean shit. But like, (laughs) but the thing is, though, it's like. I'm watching right now this. Uh, I'm I, I'm learning more and more about American history when I when I uh, uh, watch uh, like shows nowadays. Like uh, there's one I'm watching about John Brown, abolitionist. Mm-hmm. That I didn't realize like how the movements of one man pretty much like started the Civil War. Like in Kansas, like I, I didn't ever see what bleeding Kansas meant. And, and as an American, I'm like, wow, this guy went and traveled, passionate, like was all crazy about like freeing the uh, black folk and it's like i wish that much anger and, and craziness existed around the pop prisoners but because i think the prisoners themselves are so diverse there's no one like pure atrocity as far as like there was black there was white it was yellow i mean it all well, varies. i think it's just because the the stigma is real i mean it's not yeah. just the red hairs on the plant the stigma is you were breaking the law you knew what you were doing was wrong you knew that you were doing something that was illegal and you did it anyway now it, it, that that choice is completely wrong in the sense that there's an endocannabinoid system. And that's why medical marijuana is a thing, Uh, you know, and so there people, when it was like, you know, other people that were being prejudiced, whether it was just color of your skin or your sexual orientation, they were able to say, but that's who I am. And so with weed, it was always, but you chose to do this. And then with the endocannabinoid system, now we can, we can end all that shit. We can be like, Nope. That's my endocannabinoid system, and I needed that stuff, and you need it too. And it's not fair for us to prejudice an entire country, like everybody, based on our misunderstanding of this plant 85 years ago. And then that's a wellness argument right there. This is this is something that, you know, fundamentally should be like the first thing that you should have a chance to, to try. Right. Like, like why, why should I have to go to pills and and, and things that are toxic? You know, uh, too much aspirin will put your body in shock. You know, too much cannabis will fucking put you down and, and put you with a Pink Floyd episode. That's all that, you know, there's it should be an option. And, and that's what we're hurting ourselves with, with with, with the, uh, the what we have going on with our present law. You know, it is the new Jim Crow and it is the old Jim Crow all in one. Uh, uh, what's it? Meet the new boss. Same you know what I'm boss. saying, though? Right. And, and it just infuriates me most of the time when I just, you know, this is why I'm here. Right. To talk mm. with you about the policy and process. And, and you know, we get a bunch of like little wackadoos that say, let's go, Brandon. I'm like, let's go, Bannon. But like the thing is, overall, I want everybody like you're an American. We all should have fundamentally the same right overall <laughs> with, with this plan. With this plant, yeah, we should, but that's not that's not how it's probably going to shake out for the next few years. However, I just think it's fascinating that this this case in Maine, uh, and again, it's the Robacher fire. They were banned. They aren't allowed. Like the feds aren't allowed to oversee the states to ensure compliance. The feds have no effing money to do any of that stuff, provided that the operator 
at the state level is compliant, that's it. That was the test. That's the that's the Robocker fire, like the funding that's continuing. Right. And now we hope to expand it into like all cannabis that's state law compliant. The regulators at the state level. So like when you have that Fed saying, oh, they were using the money to do all these illegal bribes and other crap. Yeah, they're just using it as an end run to get around the their ban so that the the they actually they can't they can't do this type of stuff with the DEA with enforcement. If the state says they're compliant, they're compliant. Well, you would hope you would hope because like that's what again Lance Glor was compliant with the state's rights, but it's not helping until it's federally legal because and I and I think that's part of the bullshit delay that's been going on too, this whole state's right thing. Right? Like like aren't we past the point to say like jaywalking? We can every state agrees murder and jaywalking is not good. Can we agree murder that put- jaywalking is not good? Uh, murder bad. Jaywalking, I kind of condone during certain times. I don't think jaywalking is important during rush hour traffic and an eight lane highway. Then jaywalking, very important. But Darwin takes a country over. road where I live and you haven't seen a car in 15 minutes. Walk across that shit, you know? Right. Well, you don't understand the semantics, right? Because, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, like, there are, like, parameters and civility that we are agreeing. Like, this is what's supposed to be make, make a great, great. America great is because we live in a civilized society where we have hovercrafts and we drink our, our coffee and tea with our pinkies out and, and, and bullets fly around us because we're all invincible. You know, oh, yeah. this- the Matrix. Right. <laughs> we're doing another reboot of that in a month. Actually, uh, evidently there's a new Ghostbusters out too, and mm. so I could go watch a new Ghostbusters. No, it looks great. Um, but yeah, you know, but see, the state rights versus uh, uh, federal. I think in this one argument, uh, state rights loses, and I think federal needs to step up because right now, until then, we're going to get crazy shit like this where the state board decides against warning labels on cannabis products. Um, I can't add it though because you removed it. Ah, that's too bad. That's too bad. You know, I just wanted to give a shout out to all of our members that have actually joined. Uh, If you guys want your questions answered, consider joining our membership because we we do scroll through the comments when they are live. And when we see a member that's made a comment, we like to, you know, give them uh, recognition. And we also uh, have credits at the end of the show. So... We, we don't come up in your feed very much. And we and appreciate you're listening to us in the audio version of this podcast. You're like, ah, he's plugging the show again. Um, sorry about that, by the way. And the, don't don't miss your exit. OK, thank you. But uh, the, the important thing is uh, our members are really what actually be able to, to fund and to help grow this show. So if you enjoy it, you know, give us those likes, click the bell and then uh, share it with other people, because. You know, they turned off our channel basically on August 8th, and uh, and now we can only really grow through SEO. So tune in for some more SEO shit, and I'm going to be doing a pretty cool Can I Pay With Cannabis? Um, that is that is an off-the-air conversation. I'm coming to Oklahoma. That's where I think we're you should. You should. Shout out to the Cowboy Cup. I wish we had some. Oh, yeah. I wish we had a reporter at the Cowboy Cup right now. Uh, that's that is on our us. We are so sorry that we screwed up and we're just reporting the news and not reporting from the, the, the Cowboy Cup is news. Like right now, there's something pretty cool going on in Oklahoma. It looked fun. If you're interested, you should uh, check out Adam Dunn's show. Um, old school uh, guy with Sensei Seeds back in the day. Uh, you know, there's one. Got some history. Yeah, uh, member right there. Lol. Ha 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 ha. Crypto technology. That's right. Uh, Bitcoin crashed because some some cat spilled a piece of varnish on a whole bunch of computers and it all went up in the fire. No, I'm not sure why Bitcoin crashed, Uh, but I do know one thing. We are rounding out the rest of this news story. Uh, I don't know if we have enough time to do the next one. No, I say pack your bowls. Warning labels on cannabis products. That could be ridiculous. Yeah. So I can't add it, though, either. What can't you add? My screen because you removed it. Uh, it remove add. There you go. Oh, see, there you go. I can't, I can't do that. Can you, can you control that now? Yeah. State nice. board decides against warning labels on cannabis products. Vermont uh, Cannabis Control Board. They're not even in real. Uh, uh, there's no market there yet. So why even? Why even talk shit? Like why even get ready for some bullshit? Here we go. Ready party? Um. Oh, my goodness. Is it? It's 420 somewhere. This one is brought to you by people that make pots. Here's something about those people that make pots.
Now, the thing that you need to know about the Delta 9 grow pots is that we are going to be using them to build our micro cultivation facility in New Jersey uh, for your application. If you need help figuring out how much things are going to cost, we can do it not only with that. Uh, I could talk to somebody else about seeing. Well, nope, he won't say yes. But, you know, it's, that's just one of the ways that you can do your physical plant uh, and be GMP compliant. You can use a pod style to uh, build out your facility uh, to try to get into business quicker. And then also uh, there's GMP compliance. Plus, uh, if you're only flowering, I mean, like, if you ever flowered a room of like, 800 plants, Mickey? No, but I wish. Okay. Well, if you were doing that, uh, you might have more than one of those plants, and they'd, they'd be different. For example, do you remember last week when we did Wake Up with Scylla? Oh, yeah. 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 It Thumbs up for that one. But that was more than one cultivar. And so yeah. you know, depending on what type of cultivar you're growing, it may need different stuff. It's got a different genetic. It's got a different nutrient profile, things that you would need to feed it so that it could be optimal. Uh, if you're in a pod form, then you'd be able to restrict that. So you might be able to do a pod specific strain and then in a different pod, something else. I mean, things take longer to finish, but enough of that crap. So moving uh, on to the thing we were talking about before we went. Well, to we, had, we had a comment there about hold that smoke and holding. So I was wondering, are you over the camp that back in the day we're like, if I hold it longer, I'll get higher. Or are you just like, once you hit it, you're done. Like that's in and out, baby. I am not a pulmonologist. That much I know. And this is something that I wish we could throw to a doctor. Hey, doctor pulmonologist, could we ask you something? Um, if you hold your breath, does that mean like if I hold my breath, is the oxygen going away and there's just more CO2 getting filled up in <laughs> the lungs or what? Well, I'm curious if uh, uh, the Ganjier, if they, if they ever covered that, like as far as like flavoring and inhaling, because, there's you know, as an asthmatic dude, you know, I've been sick. And uh, recently, uh, last night, the night before, I literally stopped breathing. Like, I just – but that's part of, like, I'm used to it in my life, dude. Like, I've been in the hospital twice uh, as a teenager and as an adult where my lungs were like – You ever had, like, your uh, allergy profile taken? Like, I had a, a beer with yeast in it yesterday. I was not the most cool person to hang out with, like, an hour after that. Well, Especially I, I, if you were in an elevator. I mean, asthma has been a thing for all my life. So with my lungs, like the lungs are just like, at least for me, or something I've accepted where they can say, all right, I'm done today. And, and like for me, breathing in, in air is like very important and very awesome. Yeah, I find that <coughs> on, a, on, a, on a daily basis. Me breathing in air has been very important and so i can't stress that enough i'm not if you guys agree please do drop us a like and then also say yeah love me some good air <laughs> uh dude that sucks though i mean it's uh, i've had allergy i had allergic asthma when i was a swimmer in college but well high school and by college it had cleared up but man that has to stink it's uh kind of like inflammation right yeah, well, it's, it's been all my life, and it's not like uh, one thing or another. Sometimes it's allergies. Sometimes it's running. Sometimes it's sitting up. Like, I can't control. But right now, because I'm being sick, there's some extra stuff going on where, like, I literally just stopped breathing the other day. And I was just like, and my wife got excited and scared and whatever. So, like, you know, I live each day to its fullest. Um, and that's why I'm doing this. That's why we're here, right? Because right. there's no time to, like, to, to legalize. Like, like, but my, that's why I was asking about the breathing with the, the gangier and, and holding it. Because just like with, like, wine sommeliers, you know, they, they the palate, however they freaking well, tell they, you they to They do talk it. about smoking a joint down longer and uh, mm. the flavors becoming more robust and complex toward the end of the joint. But then they also, uh, they recommend a green hit prior to doing, uh, I mean, so you do with like aroma to start and then a green hit before you hit it and then uh, smoke it and enjoy it. Uh, but if you're doing it in a joint, depending on the strains uh, or the mixture, because you might cross strains or you might put in some hash or something sure. uh, it can become more and more complex so you see a lot like, of ridiculous yeah. amazing high quality joint rollers uh in um cultivators 
<clears throat> I bet that would be awesome. I'm just wondering if somebody out there, if, if maybe someone can comment and say, like breathing techniques, right? There's got to be certain certain ways that people like inhale smoke, right? Because it's people are in a misconception, like like cannabis smoke and tobacco smoke are the same. No, as an asthmatic, when I have the tobacco smoke, my lungs again decide that they're out and reject me. <laughs> so it's two different experiences, definitely in my body that I can testify to. I'm just trying to figure out like are there techniques out there but uh yeah I, I used to think though if you hold your breath longer but it turns out yeah lack of oxygen is what makes you higher fascinating so you're actually just asphyxiating yourself now what are those people in vermont doing oh wait that's a uh, warning labels yes, on cannabis state board decides against warning labels on cannabis products that's the vermont cannabis control board decided not to recommend specific warning labels on health effects for cannabis products so the vermont medical society urged the board and legislature this week to require warnings that cannabis and its main active ingredient thc may cause psychosis impaired driving addiction and harm to fetuses and nursing babies fascinating so uh the medical society urged the board to tell that you know if you legalize this you're going to get psychosis impaired driving addiction and harm to fetuses and nursing babies so it's actually good news right where we're, we're people in charge of it say hey that's ridiculous i mean that's kind of positive cannabis yes news. Yeah, it is. It is because there's been numerous studies that show the exact opposite of that. And, and as more and more studies, that legitimate studies actually need to get done to determine uh, and confirm this this long held rumor of of these may cause like literally everything you don't want. You know, well, it will again, kill your baby and your fetus and it's going to make you nuts and you won't right? be able to drive and you'll be totally addicted to it. It is a lot of false, just, just non-disclaimer shit, right? Because, again, we're having this conversation where I was just telling you how I can't breathe. And this is like a lifelong issue. It's like, you know, a, a, a steep hill can kill me. But like uh, I can smoke a shit ton of weed. And it does. And it helps me. Some some weed makes me feel better. It expands my lungs. Some weed, I am coughing and hacking a lung out or even a dab. I, I don't do that as much. But, you know, there's when you value your oxygen, your breathing, it, that can literally give up on you. You're more in tune to, like, flavors and how you react to things. And so cannabis being the one that's – I can do that all day. But cigarettes, I would be dead. Uh, you know, yeah. heavy breathing. You know, just curled up. Cigarettes, yeah. man. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. Uh, but no, I, I, uh, I've had some. So I'm allergic to cats, so I have some allergies. So, you know, I haven't had the asthma, but then the uh, the allergic reactions kind of you just can't control it. You know, it's it sucks. You're swelling up and all that weird shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love this website coming up here in the oregano. In the oregano. In the oregano. Uh, the oregano is reporting that banned on social media, cannabis company pivots marketing campaign to only fans. This is reported out of Franklin, Michigan, cannabis lifestyle company Greenlife, having been banned from every other social media platform on which they've attempted to market, has instead rolled out to an ad campaign on the notoriously adults only platform, onlyfans.com. Hey, and, and you know, I was thinking too. Maybe we we, we should go on Pornhub. <laughs> That's right, you know. And so people are scrolling through porn, and then, uh, but you see, like that is one of those things where it's not really a relevant search for them, you know. Because when you go to that that site, you're not thinking activism to get myself a cannabis license and make that marijuana money. Do everything no. we do, but just add the word naked. It's hard enough <laughs> to get 146 people to watch because of the censors. And so, you know. Um, and then Pornhub. I'm just saying, just do what we do. We just add the word naked. And then maybe we'll like spice it up, like layer up clothing and take off like a top for each t topic. You know, no, we, like, just, we just hire some people out of like, you know, Arizona and uh, and L.A. And they would do the southwestern version of the show. You know, this is the heartland and the Pacific Northwest version of the show. Check out the other show. And then like you just mix in some Vegas in there, too, because that's like that's the um, the pink triangle of America. You know, uh, L.A., Vegas and like Phoenix. You're picking up what I'm dropping down, though. 
Well, I forgot about the ATL. That's wrong. And Tampa. So and we'll, do, we'll do our Pornhub OnlyFans together. And then uh, I, I'm, not, I, I'm just I am not uh, going to be doing that. I'm going to be doing a lot of other content. You're going to want to stick around for Monday. On Monday, I'm going to show you some uh, behind the scenes of how I, I cut up some uh, of the application writing that we do. Uh, and then uh, there's more coming. We're going to be doing a webinar about New Jersey micro cannabis licenses. Canahub. That, there you go. That Jerry, you should write that down. That's a million dollar that, deal. Yeah. Dude, I, I think I'm sorry, it just cost you a million dollars, dude. Well, I mean, if you just had uh, wonderful content about uh, educating people as to the methodologies, but then it, it's one of those deals where growing a run, you know, commercially, um, that's hard to get people to get access to unless they're like you know because they got it fingerprinted they gotta have all that stuff i mean i'm not sure how easy it is in oklahoma or the west coast but in illinois you just really can't do that as a uh an internship you know what was that the um only fans yeah <laughs> Hey, uh, what a, in this uh, ridiculous world of, of things that we see and we're, why we're here and, and talking about topics, uh, officials warn of fentanyl-laced marijuana in Michigan. Call it emerging public health threat. My goodness. So, another vape gate. I mean, I mean, but who's who's putting fentanyl on weed? Not sure. I mean, like, but who's you? doing that to share and make more product, right? Like, when I was a dumb kid and and thought like. All drugs better living through chemistry. You're going to try them all and see what happens because you can't believe what you're told. And uh, uh, we used to like mix the weed with a bunch of other stuff. You know, weed you always know was like the uh, the Pepsi of drugs. I don't know the, the Sprite. It's not. It's nothing. But uh, um, who's putting fentanyl on weed and dealing it and expecting uh, that some bad back? dudes? If if anybody's doing it, I'm sure it's some bad dudes, and they don't care. That's the thing. Like, uh, prohibition did not prevent that from happening, and it just made a news story. Yeah, I mean, again, this another argument for safe access is this is really an argument, right? Like, if you're if, if someone's able to taint their cannabis and forced to, to and sell it, and hoping to have an an addict uh, a customer from that from via that. Well, you, again, prohibition, you're, you're you're fucking enabling bad behavior. You're you're right. you're hurting your citizens. Yeah. And so. It's not like a prohibition of alcohol, which was the lesson. Then again, uh, we do not learn from life. It just continues to go by. And then the same thing happens and people just change clothes and like technology and shit. And so, uh, you know, 100 years ago, when we were going through another failed prohibition of alcohol, mm-hmm. it didn't go away. People didn't stop drinking. It just became way more dangerous when they drank. That was yeah. it. And we never learned that lesson when, when they accessed it to acquire it. You know, uh, <clears throat> I'll give cannabis something like uh, of all the thousands of articles I've been working on. And I'm sure everybody has the same like perspective, like what weeds taught me. Right. Weeds taught me the metric system. Weeds taught me uh, uh, how to speak in code. You know, weeds taught me how to make friends in strange neighborhoods and how to, you know, a little, little nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Huh? Huh? Shiny show ho. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, if we had this placated even world where, like, weed and drugs and we understood, like, how to actually yeah. be adults, and, and, you know, it's kind of... It'd be a great. That's what makes America great. <laughs> it's one of the things. Do you know what the OnlyFans founder's name is? Uh-uh. It sounds like a guy's name who would come up with OnlyFans.com. Tim Stokely. Like, I'm totally stoked. But then, like, you know, the Stokely's, you know, so uh, it's hey. hilarious. And so he shrugged his shoulders and threw his hands in the air. I'm fine with it, he said. It's another industry. People have a weird condensation to that deserves better. So sure, why not? So there it goes. Tim Stokely stoked to be defending weed and porn. You know what? I mean, it's it's cool that they they did the OnlyFans account, but you know, we've talked about social media and use, and as a company, you you, you right now, uh, I think using an OnlyFans would be like it's great clickbait. You know, great. You know, we talked about it. Someone yeah. else, can, you know, your we should your update our link tree to include it. You know, but like the thing is, though, I don't think you're going to have the impact that they want. They're not going to have they're not reaching out to the real consumer. You know, in but, that. I mean, there's nothing like in theory, we could just 
because this is on StreamYard. Because StreamYard can get, can you get an integration with OnlyFans? Because like, if I'm able to stream to like freaking Facebook, LinkedIn, eight different YouTube channels, can't slip in that API. Come on, you know you can't. Oh man, I even thought about just doing it on the side, but then it's all about energy and time, right? Like, um, I haven't really been devoting much to back to uh, Facebook and Instagram because I'm trying to focus more on like the writing I want to do more for the website, but mm-hmm. it's all about time and energy. I don't think OnlyFans is going to produce the results that a weed store needs, right? The weed store needs to get more into like shows like us. That's how they're going to reach out to people. They're not going to talk to, you know, if, if uh, unless they're the beer bros, right? Like there's certain people who have done this very well. The beer mm-hmm. bros have created a website that I've trust and but they're also growers, you know, but how many other growers do you know out there that are behind a website that's for media? Not many. Not many. But then that is one of the conundrums of marketing. Uh, it's you have to prepare for being a grower in 2030. Everybody has your mad skills. Nobody's able to flex on their crops anymore. And you have to mind your margins. So, like, how much yeah. can you grow that pound for? And then how? Who, who's your methodology of selling it? Like, why is that product moving? So grow it this much. Well, how much is it being is it moving for on a month to month basis based on the brands that you own? Well, there's B2Bs for that. There's actually websites and, 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 and you know, we're not talking uh, social websites. We're talking now business websites. And, and again, everything has its purpose. It's about what you're putting the time and energy in to get back the effects. You know, like for me, it's you and me on a Wednesday and Sunday for sure guarantee because we've gotten out 30,000 people plus. And then the Facebook page when we were creating just just my problem is I really have nothing for sale, right? You have been doing the consulting and and, and, and stuff like that. And legally I, stuff. The lawyer right? stuff, what's the knitting, the, the consulting products, those are just like you need, you're going to see this in this industry. More like educational stuff where I'm like, you got to understand this. Like you got to get some knowledge on this product, man, because the regulated cannabis industry is just very weird. Well, there's a lot of uh, grown-up aspects to cannabis that I've never really thought about. And, you know, I think we kind of meet that middle where I'm glad that you're making business and doing well with it, right? I have nothing, no product, right? I want to write books. I want to sell T-shirts. I don't know. It's just having- How much do you do an audit for GMP compliance for? That's the thing. Well, and that's the next question. And that's where, when when we do yours, I want to do a free, I want to have something in the background, right? I I like to have a little price discovery. And so some of the stuff that I do with my uh, pricing for my compliance stuff. So, you know, uh, with that mastermind program that I sell, uh, I had to figure out where I'm going to price that. And then I- have to say okay that's my price and then i have to talk to other people that are in the industry and then eventually like fix it you know so i it it fits within the market of that price but if you don't understand what the market of the price is you don't know how to sell your service oh and i'm not even concerned about that like for me it's all about giving information right and and sharing and and knowledge that we've been doing like i've created (laughs) well before that before it was business right we have we have a three hundred thousand facebook page that before Before it was business, it was just me sharing memes and entertainment, right? Like my old Facebook profile, before it got deleted, I could reach out to 100,000 people in one post. But it was always about like activist shit. It was always about like this person's arrested, this kid's taken away, or this person, it's Christmas, you know, donate to parents for pot, which I don't know if they're around anymore. Like there's very weird aspects to the cannabis culture. And I don't think like high times used to be that. But now we're evolving to the world where Benzinga's at, right? A business website because so people can do interaction. Like there's real no shit money. People want to throw money at stuff. Yeah. People want to throw money at NFTs. People want to throw money at Bitcoin. People want to to throw money at uh, cannabis. It's called alternative investments. After they've created a cash flow that's been just minting them and minting their family, you know, money, they want to put that somewhere. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird but, time to be alive, but it's a great time to be alive, you know. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it too. That's what I'm just saying. It's like, you know, we want to be like I, when I was young, when I had hair, and then be like, yeah, man, burn the system down. We're gonna fuck everything and, and, and take it over. But after ten years in the military, and then you learn civility is kind of nice. Running water is really cool. Safety precautions are kind of really nice to have. <laughs> You know, there's a lot more adultness out there that I should more respect that I didn't do as a kid. But, you know, and, and we're, we're getting there. So, like, right now in San Francisco, 
Ace well, of Spades, man, yeah, just... I, like we've been we've been chitter chatting for a while. Like I think we should before we get to the San oh, Francisco shit. treat story, we should play a little bit of that name that strain because we're about thirty seven minutes in. All right, and the name of that strain is right there. So that's that's the picture of it. I'm going to have to go kind of Google it because it is by Purple City Genetics. And I don't think they have it anymore. I also don't have the the case with me anymore. Uh, And so as a result, you know, it's one of those deals where I love these types of websites where they can do this stuff. You know, Uh, I'm going to get that, hide that. But then, like, you know, you can go to their website and they have clones and they got seeds. Oh, my gosh. You know, I got a program. And so, uh, can I do this with Artcraft Grow in in Illinois? That will be interesting. So, but, this California? Yeah, yeah. So these guys are in Oakland, uh, but then we have to. I, I gotta because this was this one doesn't really have a name. Uh, it's just a cross, and so it's uh, a very delicious cross. I'm gonna keep trying to Google it. Maybe you want to do the the story about San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought I had a question in my head about the uh, um, uh, that location. So that that clone thing kind of blew my mind, dude. Because that's the first time I've seen clones actually for sale for consumers. Like here in Washington, when it was medical, there were clones for sale in the back, but there's never they were never on a um, uh, a menu. You know, it was always kind of like a, hey, I got some clones for you, you know, and, and then even in Oregon, seeds for sale, uh, there are for sale, but you just got to find the right spot, but never clones. And that's pretty damn awesome that they can do that. Yep. And yeah. so that's one of the things that we hope to be able to do with craft in Illinois is can we bring genetics and and that type of service to the medical patients? I know we can grow seeds and sell seeds to the dispos, but uh, I don't know if we can do clones. Uh, and if we can, it'd be nice to change that law. You know, it's it's your law is going to continue to evolve. And so like push it and say, no, if it's for the good of the people, they need this type of access to highest quality quality product, you know? You know, it's not just the law, but I think it's also trust in the product, right? So like I used to, uh, in my younger days, be wary about buying seeds online. And I think nowadays I would definitely buy seeds online from California, Oregon, Colorado, uh, any company based in the States out of these legal States, you can, I, I trust, I bet you can get good seeds. Yeah. Like this is how good the seeds are. And like, again, uh, the people that are guessing, I really appreciate you, especially the members. Shout out to all the members. Let's look at this nugget again. As you can see, it's got some color to it and it's very trichome dense. Uh, the, the stigma are, are kind of this shrank in there amongst all these uh, trichome heads that are there. Uh, it was uh, it, it took some time for it to completely dry out. But then once it did, it had some very nice granulation. Uh, so you could feel it as you're breaking it up and you just oh. you still feel the trigonal heads there uh yeah. it you're not going to guess it because it doesn't really have a name it was a uh i believe it was banana og crossed with purple punch but it could have been purple punch crossed with banana og uh and, and so that's that's one of the things that they do they do like those types of seeds and so this is as close as i've been able to find about it uh, banana og crossed with these derbs and gushers and I'm like that ah, that's not it i knew it was a purple punch but you can't you just can't even find the seeds anymore but you know that, that they have the ability to do these types of genetic work where what did they do well they they created these types of seeds that are going to make a very high quality flower it was uh, very resinous you know just great uh, smoke the wonderful, wonderful flavor wonderful for like the daytime uh it's interesting and now you see a lot of the banana flavor uh becoming more hip and trendy and popular i see a lot more banana flavors uh, just in the past two months than i had seen in the you know prior to like uh, a year ago Neat. So, yeah, the uh, San Francisco suspends uh, cannabis tax to combat illegal marijuana sales. What up, yo? So we got uh, uh, San Francisco supervisors on Tuesday unanimously approved an ordinance to suspend the city's cannabis business tax, though, through the end of the next year, an attempt to curb illegal marijuana sales. According to Supervisor Raphael Mendelum, the legislation's author, suspending the uh, city business tax through December 31st, 2022, would help support legal cannabis. So as we've been saying, the taxes have been hurting the growers that have been hurting the, the industry. Uh, Jim Devine even said, you know, the higher the taxes enable 
almost a black market, traditional market. Right. I mean, no. this whole law is wackadoo anyways. Like, like the, you know, we're just punishing people in the legal market. Like, that's what's going on. Just like we're punishing patients who are trying to access uh, safe medicine, whether it be the quality of the product or just not get shot at when they're, when they're going to a store. Or no, it doesn't have fentanyl on it. Right. But because everybody, they get so thirsty, it's a thirst trap when they see the cannabis that's legal. They're like, everybody's going to get millions, even us. And then everybody wants their piece. And then suddenly you have this this expensive product and, and that just fuels the illicit market or the untaxed market, because that tax that you slide into it, that's that's the thing that is competing with, you know. And so unless you make it like real easy or that, I don't know, like what I, I still don't think that. I don't think that I'm ever going to see cheaper than $40 an eighth for real nice stuff. Like pristine, well-grown, top quality prime colas, never cheaper than $40 an eighth. If you think I'm wrong on that, bleep, you know, just just tell me I'm wrong in, in the comments. And uh, But still, you know, smash them likes because YouTube algorithms well, and stuff. Right, right. Like, yeah. subscribe, give us some love. Uh, uh, but like, uh, uh, again, this is like the biggest issue with Schumer's caca bill, you know, like, like 25% tax. But the caca, the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. Cocoa. Kaoa. Caca. I'm sorry, did I say it wrong? But it's just like, it just boggles, again, we're the theatrics, this is all theater, right? Like, you know... If the Republican Democrats could just get their shit together for this one thing, do you realize how much difference it would impact so many people's lives? Whereas when it comes to the Republican side, this was actually the one bill that they actually had pages for. Right. Where was the health care bill? But they actually had 163 in the, in the legalization bill. Instead, they, they want to be the party of obstruction. Like like this is why we're not going to have federal legalization from the House and the Senate, in my opinion. You know, it's going to be not this state year. by state. No. Well, I just hope I mean, we'll still see on the safe banking one people that you don't understand. Uh, there's a continuing resolution through early next year. Uh, they're kicking the can into the next fiscal year. They're paying this this fiscal year through continuing resolutions. So at September 30th was a while ago. Uh, there's still not been a budget approved. It's just CRs. Uh, I don't know what what how this is going to end, but eventually, hopefully, we get a budget. Because we're all going to want to run for election here in about what is it's December 5th. Uh, in six months, they're all going to want to start running for election again. Damn, dude's paying half an ounce. Zip That's minus half, one thirty to one fifty. So zip the uh, half of zip is one thirty. So like a zip's two sixty, and and all right, that's that's kind of what a zip runs at the, the local dispo down the road in uh, middle of nowhere, Illinois. But you know what's funny too, because the the prices always seem to be right. How how is it we have inflation that that is so like right now, obviously affecting everything, but yet we've accepted like even from the time I was like. 17 dude a gram is 10 bucks like for some reason for farming on a personal level on a friend to friend b2b p2p uh relationship uh uh if i grow it and i want to sell some to you apparently 10 bucks is going to be the okay i can get by and then you get have some weed Mm -hmm. i i that's always been the standard even when washington state created its price point not me man going back in the wayback machine in the middle of cornfields in bloomington illinois where they train people that work from state farm that's where jake comes from by the way jake from state farms from bloomington illinois and uh and that's where i went to college and so uh there the first weed the weed was shit and maybe you'd be like paying 25 to 40 dollars for like mexican brick stems and seats uh, and then uh, suddenly shaggy who was in the fraternity house that it was at that looked like shaggy from you know scooby-doo uh and he was he, he majored in, in band and stuff he had stuff that had names and that stuff that had names was sixty dollars and here i am going back to the future of right now if i want to go buy stuff that has names for an eighth that's like yeah. good you know sensimia it's sixty dollars or more in, in right. 2022 yeah yeah this, at some point somehow somewhere you know that we get taxed the shit out along with all the other things that 
affect uh uh, what do you call it? Like outside uh, influencers, you know, mm-hmm. towards a, a, a thing, prices go up. But with cannabis, it seems to have always been, uh, or not, at least it is ten dollars about a gram. Because I'm, I'm thinking more of like, so like, I used to get yeah Mexican quarter pounds for a hundred dollars, right? And I'd sell uh, uh, an ounce for fifty, and I'd make my money and, and pay off the weed. Well, just you know, as we're doing this. And again, these are real world. Throw that prophylactically out. There. Yeah, no, but these are. It is, it's a problem, right? We can't talk real world issues. We can't talk about like growing up. Like, no shit, this happened like as a kid or whatever. No, without no, being really penalized. Really not allowed to. Really not allowed to. But um, you know, it's just something else, and and a more of it. We got more of it coming up here. So I'm going to throw yeah. to this one. Uh, Orange County Register is reporting with taxes going up. Oh, good. I have to sign up for their email. I'm not going to be doing that. Uh, With taxes going up, uh, the weed party is being threatened out of the Orange County Register. Well, and again, this is what we talk about, right? Uh, People are being penalized, being law-abiding citizens, being in a a law-abiding industry, right? Like... The one thing the cannabis consumer has been trying to do is just be a law-abiding citizen. But yet, to be that person, um, my medicine, my choice of wellness is taxed. My 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 farmer is taxed the shit out, and and I have to pay these parts because right. I want to keep them in business. But at the same token, uh, it's not there as far as quality and quantity, and it could be better. But it's this in-between barrier where greed is taking over. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the dairy farmers, though, to a certain extent, and with, before the subsidies. So maybe one day there'll be federal subsidies to help soak up this uh, uh, surplus cannabis. Uh, they say that you know they, they don't want to dump their agricultural products into the Pacific Ocean. The shop owners are floating this idea of withholding their state tax payments. That could add up to $1.3 billion. And it's so supposed to express the frustration that the state of the, the industry in the state of California has because the illegal cannabis merchants are struggling to compete with unregulated operators who have a huge price advantage because the market is being set on the back of all these taxes. So it's very easy to undercut the lawful market. You know, this, I mean, it's, it's going to be an issue for a while, dude. I mean, as far as, because, uh, and, and another reason why federal legalization won't happen with the Republicans and Democrats, because neither want to get their head out of their asses for whatever their own reasons are. But like this, the statement from Jim Jordan in regards to marijuana in, in Reddit. So Jim Jordan replied to one of his candidates about legalization. Put some time on that. I got to go get a, another. I'm going to use my best Jim Jordan voice, too. So, uh, dear Mr. Hayes, thank you. For, God, guys, he's a weasel. He's a fucking weasel. So I'll, thank you for contacting me regarding our nation's marijuana laws. I appreciate having the opportunity to respond. Marijuana is illegal for sound reasons. Research shows that frequent marijuana use to suppress the immune system, damage brain cells, and degrades short-term memory. Heavy use of the drug can cause anxiety, hallucinations, delusions, and paranoia. A long-term study found that those who use marijuana before age 13 are three times more likely to develop mental illness as a result. Marijuana is therefore probably listed as a Schedule 1 drug under the Controlled Substance Act. While I am deeply sympathetic to those who suffer from painful illnesses and disease, I do not believe that our society should place faith in legalizing medicinal marijuana. Reports show that almost any adult who enters a medical marijuana facility complaining of a headache can leave with marijuana and then distribute the drug to anyone. Oh, no. In several states, even 18-year-old high school students can obtain marijuana prescriptions and have them filled out. State authorized dispensaries. Further attempts to legalize the drug would only undermine our efforts to curb illegal drug use, setting a bad example for children and threatening development of legitimate cures and medicines. As a ranking Republican member of the House of Judiciary Committee, I fully support efforts to keep marijuana legal. We must enforce the strength of existing drug laws while doing more to foster healthy communities and families. Thank you again for contacting me and send donations too. Fuck this guy. That is ridiculous in the sense that that was everything that is false, wrong, and pathetic all in one nice form letter. I just, and again, this is the, the Republicans 
as far as I see, the leadership, you know what? Get you all like if if you could have legalized it during Trump, I would have voted for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like these dumb both sides are just dumb fuckers. Oh no, he's not gone. It, Trump will be the. Uh, it's going to be Biden versus Trump to electric boogaloo. Uh, and I'm sure Trump yeah. will be like, we already have the bill. It's right there. I'm going to do it. You know, and yeah, uh, he'll, he'll, and then right off Mason, Biden will just be like, I'm going to take a nap. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be shit show 2022. Tune in well, to Cannabis Legalization News. <laughs> but see, I wouldn't even if so. Here's the thing, though, bro. Like, like after watching the last four years, right? Like the leadership shit, like like Biden passed that uh, infrastructure bill. Trump couldn't pass an infrastructure bill. So even if Trump ran off legalization, I don't think he could do it because he's not a. He's not a leader. He's not a, 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 a. But he's really good at branding and hyping up a crowd. Yeah, he's our influencer president. That's all he fucking is, man. Very like, it's very be sure important. to like and subscribe. <laughs> I'm surprised oh, he doesn't yeah. say that at the end of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want this to happen, do you like this? Oh, you do not. Do you like that? Oh, you also hate that. Well, did you know that if you don't give me $10, both those things will happen? Not just to you. But to everybody else you know and care about, it's but just I mean, terrible. It's pure manipulation. But he's really good at it. And yeah, and then the, the words that come out of his mouth are pure blanket statements that I believe he's on your side. But you know what? I don't believe the guy who went to Harvard and, and fucking dodged drafts. And, and I don't and, believe and, and that one color that was talking about like keeping weed illegal. But let's talk about how bad these California business tax rates are. The effective tax rates for cannabis businesses in California can easily top 45 percent. That's rough. That well, is, is that rough. from grower, just a grower or like what? How does this build up? It depends on a city by city basis because California is a dual state, a dual licensing state. So a municipality can set the number and restrictions and taxes of how much they want on those particular businesses. Uh, it's one of the things that will probably start be playing out in New Jersey now, too, as it looks like they're going to have a fairly dualistic style of regulatory regime, uh, much like California does. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just think you know they they, they kind of fuck everybody in between, right? First, the grower gets screwed; he's going to get taxed twenty five percent, and then the the store person has to tax it to the state because they have rental space or whatever. Uh, so then, how 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 does that affect the consumer? How does it affect my my end? The thing well, that it affects got- the consumer by keeping the untaxed market alive, and so the the guy who's just making, and then like you know somebody who's managing five plants and turning that into a free hobby. Um, okay, that guy's out there, but that market dent really isn't all that deep. Um, it, you know, if you're going to be trying to underscore people uh, based on their tax dollars, yeah, they're going to do that. But as long as that happens, so you know, as long as as long as uh, prohibition exists, we're going to have shit like this happening all the time, dude. Where yeah. the homeowner convicted in killings of two teens smoking marijuana in his garage. Wow. An Ohio man has been convicted in a fatal shooting with two teens he found smoking marijuana inside a vehicle in his garage. Wait a minute. Let's go back to that stream. It looked like everything that, uh, um, what's his name, from the 30s, the terrible, terrible man. That, that was the uh, the fault for most of this, Henry J. Anslinger. Uh, it almost reads like one of his headlines because it's a Victor oh. Santana, who is, uh, I'm <laughs> assuming, Hispanic. Of Dayton will be sentenced later this month after being convicted of murderous and felonious assault on Thursday because two teens were found smoking weed inside a vehicle in his garage. Can we get some more backstory on this? Was he like, hey, I said, don't dip into my supply, or he was like, don't do drugs, they're bad, okay, before he killed them. That's the thing, too. Like, I I, I was dumb as a youth. Like I, I and I, I, uh, I did a lot of dumb youth stuff in Jersey. I, 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 that's where but my. This is a sixty-five-year-old man. Well, that's I'm saying like youth stuff. Well, I'm saying that these two kids went into this guy's garage to go smoke weed. That's all they were doing. They're and it probably like, yeah, they're gonna like, I don't know, just be dumb kids. Like you didn't have to shoot them. You didn't have to shoot them when they were just like, especially if you have to drop on people. And this is why, you know, I, unfortunately, yes, justice prevailed because he's got convicted, but. At the same token, it, it, you know, this is uh, too late. There's two kids that aren't here now that this conversation about how we are so aggressive with guns and, and, and fearful of everything outside of us. Like, yeah, he shot the two 17 year olds when he found him inside his detached garage late one night in August 2019, probably trying to find a quiet place to smoke weed 
which is illegal in Ohio because of stupid laws. Uh, and so now, speaking of another stupid law, this man, Victor Santana, 65 Dayton, is trying to use a standard round defense. However, the judge ruled earlier this year that it couldn't happen, couldn't have been applied retroactively to the killings of Mr. Uh, there was two of them, Devin Henderson and Javier Harrison. It, it, it's just heartbreaking that, you know, prohibition enables this. This is what prohibition and, and not just that, it, it's it's ruined this woman's lives too. And this is like yeah. the, the fun part of uh, prohibition, like why, yeah. why are we here? Were these guys like, allowed? Of course, they were 17, so they would not have been able to have um, uh, consumed. And so it was still underage use. Uh, well, but still, underage use does not mean that you go shoot somebody. Like if, if you see somebody accidentally park in your garage, you don't get a shotgun and go out and shoot them. I mean, like, what the going to help you? Yeah. What I'm saying, if, if a shooting gun violent thing was the end result that should be there'd be more shooting at bars right because like bouncers somehow bouncers seem to be able to get rid of people and bouncers seem to you know uh are trained enough to like at least not shoot you I, you know I, but then you know like this story too with this woman who 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 was and i didn't even know this this could be a thing a woman arrested after preparing to smoke marijuana live on facebook like only in north carolina and maybe also iowa is this America or like what the f, f man? So this poor lady. Uh, uh, let me get to the 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 part. Um, well, I really didn't go in there. Yeah. So a woman was arrested on several drug charges after authorities received an anonymous tip that she was preparing to smoke marijuana during a Facebook live. Like, and then so around nine fifteen Thursday morning, the Columbus County Sheriff's Office was notified that Candace Keene, thirty three, is preparing marijuana to be smoked in a live stream of Facebook. Like this is nuts. Uh, uh, the fact that they can go to her house and, and and ask her, "Hey, is that weed that you're smoking?" And then they find, you know, like that's already your probable cause. Horrible that that's probable cause on the internet. Like your actions on social media invade your house. Personal use of cannabis on social media in a prohibition state like North Carolina got that woman arrested and trending oh. on the internet. Well, and my my question is too. Subscribe to her TikTok channel. <laughs> Pretty much, but dude, she probably will have tomorrow. And OnlyFans, subscribe. I'm like, whatever she does, support her because. <laughs> This is how prohibition is just fucking. Like, like first off, who 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 felt the need? Like, <clears throat> they're protecting somebody. I gotta call the cops. Not, oh my not gosh! Can, yeah. Not only Candace. that, how did the police feel that it was their duty so much that they have to break into someone else's house while using personal use of marijuana? Uh, no. and arrest them because do they have no decriminalization in North Carolina at all? But uh, worse than that, so, so apparently it already happened live. So this woman calls the cops. <coughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, smoking weed. Oh, on what Facebook page? Okay, like someone literally just took the time to, to just sit there and look. Like this was a reason to like. Oh, we got one. We yep. we, we got them. <laughs> That's right. Around nine fifteen a.m. on Thursday morning, the Columbus County Sheriff's Office was notified that a Candace Keen. 33, was preparing to uh, smoke marijuana live on a Facebook stream. Uh, that's not the really interesting thing. The really interesting thing is, why do they always sneak that person's age in right after their name? I don't know. Uh, according to a news release from the sheriff's office, why does the sheriff's office put out news releases about this? Again, this might have been Candace's PR person's you know, tip. So still, uh, I believe the, 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 the narrative. A spokesperson for the department wrote the release. Investigators reviewed the social media account and was able to observe the video. Investigators and HEAT, that is the Heavy Enforcement Action Team deputies, went to the home of Candace Keene and spoke to her about the narcotics scene in the video, which she did not deny. Investigators found and collected unspecified amounts of cannabis and a controlled prescription medication not prescribed to her. Well, okay, she shouldn't be using pills. Um, while in a patrolled vehicle, following her the rest, she threatened to purposely urinate in a vehicle. Yeah, uh, that doesn't, that reads way more like um, somebody trying to get internet famous than a legitimate news story, doesn't it? Hey, you know what, though, man? The fact that they took the time to, to arrest her, though. Like, you know what? Even if she, like, said, hey, everybody, I'm going here. Like, yeah, you know what? If the fact that the cop looked up, <coughs> said, oh, we got a crime. We're going to go to your house to pick you up. Uh, way to go. 
They're yeah. Keystone cops. Like you really got them. You really. And if you're yeah, tired, in North Carolina, you're not even allowed to smoke a joint. And if anybody knows that you doubt it in public, that person, you know, if that is a literal arrestable offense, she would qualify as social equity in New Jersey because oh. yeah, it is uh, an arrest and a conviction if she gets convicted of a marijuana related offense. Question. Would, so I guess my, my, my thing is, are, are these cops out? Are they so frustrated by all the world like outside of North Carolina that they're like looking up like all these cannabis smokers going, oh, we got another one. Like these are the Kevin Sabats and people who think they're saving people from the world. And and you're not. It's you're, just, I mean, they almost sound like the Sackler family that are we're curing the world of its pain. Thank you. And, and and you see that I'm on the dope sick guys. And so like that evil person was trying to solve the world's pain. And they they literally would represent that to everybody. Now, I mean, if we were only allowed such um, uh, operational breath for a schedule one substance where we could now be the only ones who gets to sell weed. I can't. That was probably True Leaf's uh, end goal, and like, and then we will we'll rig the FDA so we're the only company that can sell weed. You know, they're probably all their goals are like that. But the only way you can stop that, the only way you can do something is if you do something. And I, and I recommend right, going to cannabisincommon.org. Uh, there's a donate page, register to vote, speak up page. You know, go to normal, speak up, active. Click the button. You can put your name in. It sends out to your rep. If you want to talk to them on voice, you can even they'll even dial it for you. So, goddamn, do something. <laughs> do something. Get involved. Go join your local or state normal chapter. Uh, and then also, if you are looking for a model to emulate, go check out New Jersey's law and regulations and just export that. Take New Jersey's model and regulations and put them into your state, and we'll just go from there. Uh, it has been a very interesting method. And so if you if you want that type of social change and you want to fix the problems of the drug war, you should do it. Hey, do we got any more stories, dude? That's, that's it, bro. Thanks that for joining us. It. Thanks for joining us, uh, 100, almost 200 of you shit. Yeah. Yeah, we really uh, shout out to all the members. Uh, don't forget, we're gonna. If you haven't gone over to cannabisindustrylawyer.com, uh, it was just giving me like an error message. And so, go to knowledge.cannabisindustrylawyer.com. That's our knowledge section that we've just launched in the past week or so. Uh, and we have a lot of cool stuff on there. And then, shout out to the members. We're gonna wrap it up with them. I'll see you uh, when it is four twenty somewhere.